We've been blessed in so many ways already through the gift of music, through the gift of children, and the gift of all of you that is here. You know, it's so amazing to see as you, were, you all were singing, here I am to worship. It was so beautiful just to sit back and, and listen to our congregation singing. Uh, we will begin a new sermon series today, uh, Coming Back. Coming back to worship, coming back to the Word of God. But today's message is coming back to the heart of worship. Uh, now, in a congregation of this size, we have people that love contemporary music. Some like the old hymns. Some like the traditional hymns. Some like rock music. It's different kinds of ways we worship God. Some like to raise hands. Some like to say amen. Some like to be quiet. Some like to clap hands. Some don't like to clap hands. But it's important how we worship and who we worship. We, we worship, our focus is on Jesus. And we, and we worship God with a sincere heart. And that's what God looks at. He looks at a sincere heart with which we are worshiping him. So um, I want to sing this song. It's beautiful words of this song. And when the chorus part comes, I want you to sing with me. And it talks about coming back to the heart of worship. It's a beautiful song. And uh, I know you will pick it up. But it's a beautiful song. I'll sing along. If you know it, you can sing with me. <clears throat> when the music fades, all is stripped away and I simply come longing just to bring something that's a word that will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song for a song in itself it's not what you have required <clears throat> You search much deeper within To the way things appear You're looking into my heart Sing with me I'm coming back to the heart of worship And it's all about you it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. King of endless words, no one could express. How much you deserve Though I'm weak and poor All I have is yours Every single breath I'll bring you more than a song For a song in itself It's not what you have read you search much deeper within To the way things appear 
you're looking into my heart. Let's sing together. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I made it when it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it, and it's all about you, it's all about you. Let's sing it one more time. I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it, and it's all about you, it's all about you, Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, we come humbly in your presence. In your presence, your word says there is fullness of joy. Your word says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And Lord, your word says, when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am amongst them. Thank you, Lord, for this time that we are in. It's a special day, a special time, and a special service. <clears throat> Lord, we are sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Come and be with us. Lord, hide us behind that cross, behind the cross of Calvary that we may hear your word and we may leave this place changed and touched by your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Coming back to the heart of worship. We are starting a, a new series today, <clears throat> and this series will start uh, with a message coming back to the heart of worship as we have just sung beautifully. I just want to read God's Word, and then I will share what the Lord wants to say to all of us this morning from Psalm 95. You can join me on your phone, your iPad, or pew in the Bible. Um, we will be reading Psalm 95, verse 1 to 6. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and the dry land which his hands have formed. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his pasture.
hand. This is the word of God for the people of God. Be to God. Amen. As I shared, we are beginning this series today, Back to the Basics. You see, we all get busy with our life, our schedule, our work, in so many ways. There are so many things calling our attention. But this is a good day. As I was thinking about uh, children going back to school, I've been uh, keeping up with some of our teachers in our, in our church who've been preparing their rooms for the children to come. They're getting ready. They're preparing. And it, is, it was just a reminder for, for me and I wanted to sh just share with you that this is a good reminder that we also come back. As, we are, as the children are returning to school, we also return to God in a new and a fresh way. And, you know, it's the simple things of life that nourish our spiritual lives. It's the simple things of connecting with God that nourish us and keeps us connected to Jesus. Now for the next six weeks, we will be doing a series on Back To. Today is Back To Heart of Worship. Next Sunday will be Back To the Word of God. Then the following Sunday will be Back To Praying Fervently. Then a message on Back To the Fellowship, Back To Serving Wholeheartedly, and then we will conclude with Back To Witnessing for Jesus. Those will be the next sermon uh, series part of this, this time of coming back to God. There is, a, there is a gospel writer, he is with the Lord now, but he wrote a song called Take Me Back. Andre Crouch is the, is the gospel writer, and he wrote this song, Take Me Back, and he, and he talks about going back to the first time he encountered Jesus, the first time he came to Christ, and that simple moment in his life changed everything. Later on in the song, he writes that he has kind of gone away from the Lord, and he writes this song, and he writes these words to this song, and he says, Take me back, take me back, dear Lord, to the place where I first received you. Take me back, take me back, dear Lord, where I first believed. Friends, we get busy in life, and we get so connected with a lot of things, but, but we need to come back. We need to come back to the heart of worship. And today is a great day to make that commitment. Come back to God. Our message today is back to the heart of worship. Please join me. We, we are going to this morning together reflect on three questions as we talk about what does it mean to come back to the heart of worship. We will look at three questions. The first one is what is worship? What is worship? The second question we will reflect together is how should we prepare our hearts for worship? When we come to church or when we are at our home, how should we prepare our hearts for worship? And lastly, why worship? Why should we worship God? Why is it important for us to worship? The first question, what is worship? In both the Hebrew and the Greek uh, word, the meaning of, of this word worship the word worship means to bow down, to prostrate oneself in the reverence of God. It is a total surrender before God. So when we read or study uh, the Bible in the Old Testament, the word worship literally means to fall face ground before God. To worship is to bow down in the presence of God, bowing down our hearts, our mind, our spirit, everything. Worship it was a moment where we would just totally surrender to God. You see, friends, worship is an encounter with the living 
God. We are coming in the presence of a holy God. That is just amazing to me that, that when we gather for worship, we are in the presence of a living God. Think about it, my friends. We are not just in any place. We are in the house of God, a place where God's spirit comes when his people gather. We are in the presence of God when we are worshiping God. Think about this for a moment. In worship, we encounter the living God who knows us by name, who knows our weaknesses, who knows what we are going through, and one who is willing to help us, forgive us, cleanse us, restore us, and renew our heart. When we bow down in the presence of God, in front of a holy God, friends, we feel his nearness within us. Worship is to feel the heart of Jesus. Worship is humbling ourselves in the presence of God. Whenever you think about worship, whether you're playing worship song in your car or you're worshiping at, at, at the house or you, when we are coming to worship in the house of the Lord, we are coming with this attitude, God, I am coming with a total surrender this morning so that I can feel and encounter your presence. Secondly, how should we prepare our hearts for worship? How should we prepare our hearts for worship? Few things that the Lord was showing me I want to share with you. First of all, friends, we must come with an expectant heart for worship. We must come with an expectancy that we will meet God. We will encounter God. God has said in his word that when two or three are gathered in my name, I will be there. And so when I'm coming to worship, I am coming with an expectancy that I will encounter the Savior that I worship. We must come with an expectant heart. We must come with a humble heart, total dependence upon God. God, I'm coming before you with nothing to offer you, but I'm coming in your presence with an expectant heart, with a humble heart. And we must come to worship with a childlike faith. With a childlike faith, we come to worship. You see, friends, anything is possible in the presence of God. Miracles, healing, revival can break loose when we come with an expectant heart to worship. February 8, 2023, Asbury College was having, in Wilmore, Kentucky, was having a regular chapel service. They, I know they were praying, but they were not expectant that their chapel service will not stop. It will go on. It was national news, of some of you may have followed, Asbury uh, College had a revival of God. There was a visitation of God that came on a regular worship service, and the service did not end. And people, and, the, and it was a very ordinary, ordinary service, and for the next few weeks, Thousands of people came to the small town of Wilmore, Kentucky. Michael Moeller is one of the students there. Um, he, he can tell you the presence of God came in an unexpected way. What if when we come to worship at Georgetown first, it may happen today, it may happen another Sunday, where we come and we do not leave this place because the presence of God has come. And when the presence of God comes, friends, you will forget about your lunch. You'll forget about where you're going to eat. You'll forget about everything else. 
you will not want to leave the place. Now, many people have, have different opinions of the revival, but I personally went there seven times. My first time when I walked in, it was so simple. But God's presence was so real there. People didn't want to leave. What if when we come for worship with that kind of expectancy, God will meet me through a song, through a scripture, through a music? You see, friends, the Bible says in Jeremiah 32, 27, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? The Bible also promises in Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church. How should we come to worship? with an expectant heart, with a humble heart, and with a childlike faith. Anything is possible. Friends, I've been pastor for almost 17, 18 years, and I've seen amazing things that God has done in a simple, ordinary service, even when things didn't go well in the service. The music didn't go well, or the, the, the sermon was not the best, but we came with an expectant heart, and God met us right there, and he touched, and he changed the lives of people. We should come with that kind of expectancy every time we worship God, whether it is in our car, whether it is in our home, but especially when we gather for worship, we are coming to encounter the living God. Now, my third question is why worship? I want to just share um, five reasons why we need to worship God. Why do we gather as a church to worship God? Why worship? First of all, we worship, friends, we gather to worship, we gather to worship to praise the name of Jesus. We gather to worship, the, to, to, to praise the name of Jesus. We praise him through our songs, we praise him through our singing, we praise him through our presence. We gather to worship the name of Jesus. We don't gather to worship the name of our church we don't gather to worship the name of our denomination. We don't gather to worship, uh, to, to glorify the pastor. Even the pastor's not very good. The people are really good here. You're supposed to laugh on that one. <laughs> but we gather to lift high the name of Jesus. The Bible says, Jesus himself, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. And so every time we gather, we are coming for only one reason, and that is to lift high the name of Jesus. Because when we lift his name, the power and the presence of God comes and touches the lives of people. And that's why we gather. We gather to lift high. The song says, it is all about you, Jesus. And that's what we are going to gather here for. We're going to worship the name that is above every name. We gather to praise the name of Jesus. Secondly, we gather together to, with a heart of thanksgiving. We, we gather to thank God for his grace. We thank God that this week he has helped us. This week he has provided for us. This week he has protected us. This week he has given us his presence. We gather to give thanks to God with all our heart. We gather to give thanks to God for all that he has done, all that he is doing, and all that he will continue to do in our lives. 
The Bible even says in this scripture that he let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Why worship? We gather to lift high the name of Jesus. We gather, friends, to give thanks to God. Heart of thanksgiving. We don't only thank God during the thanksgiving time, but every day we gather, we come with a heart of thanksgiving. Thirdly, we gather to worship God. In worship, we pour out our souls before God. We gather in worship to pour out our souls before God. There is a, a woman in the Bible by the name of Hannah. And Hannah was praying for a child, and she would go to the temple of the Lord, and she would pray every day, and she would worship every day. One time, the priest of the, the temple saw Hannah, and uh, this is the conversation that happened here. I want you to listen to this with me. This is how she was worshiping. First Samuel 1, 12 to 15. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli, the priest, observed her mouth, Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought that she was drunk and said to her, How long are you going to stay drunk? Put away your wine. Not so, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. And God answered Hannah's prayer and gave Hannah, a child by the name of Samuel, and Samuel became a king of Israel, one of the great leaders who led people into the ways of God. Here's the, here's the lesson, friends. When we gather for worship, we are coming to pour out our hearts. You know, some of us have had a good week, some of us have had a tough week, but when we gather for worship, we are saying to God, God, I bring my sorrow, I bring my pain, I bring my difficulty, I bring my children, I bring my grandchildren, I, I bring pro my, my problems, my troubles, and I come and I leave it at the altar. I leave it in the house of the Lord. That's why we gather and we come as a church family to be reminded that we are not alone in this Christian journey. We have a whole church family. We all have problems. We all have prayer requests. We all have a need in our lives. And we gather together to, to pour out our souls before God. And then what happens as we pour out our souls to God in worship we gather to receive from the Lord. We gather to receive. As we worship God, we receive. What do we receive and we gather for? We receive his word. The Bible says that the word of God is living and active. God, through his word, encourages us. He speaks to us. He builds us up. He strengthens us. We receive in worship his, his word, his healing, his comfort, his encouragement. We receive from the fountain. Jesus, our fountain, gives us what we need for that day, for that week as we gather for worship. The Bible says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. We gather in worship not only to pour, but to also receive whatever we need. Isn't that wonderful? I don't know how many people are here this morning, but God knows exactly what your need is this morning. He knows your need, and you are here to receive. Receive whatever is needed for that moment. And so 
So we are open, God, that God will give us what we need. And not only that, friends, the main reason we come to worship, we gather in worship to receive and then to go and touch our family and community in the name of Jesus. There is a sign, I don't have a picture of that, but it says that when you leave church, you're entering the mission field. Mission field of our homes, our schools, our families, our children. And when we come here, God fills us up. He encourages us. He gives us a word. He gives us his healing. And then he says, go. Go and be a blessing to the community. Go and be an encourager for someone. Go and pray with someone. Go and wipe the tears of someone. Go and tell someone about Jesus. Go and tell someone you are not alone. If you do not have a church family, we want to invite you to Georgetown first. Go. We receive. We don't only come here and receive and then we go out and have our chicken and enjoy the week. No, we gather here so that God can touch us, so that as we go out, God can use us to touch people. And through our conversation, through our presence, God can, so worship is not just one hour, but our, our whole weeks becomes a worship because I'm an instrument. God has filled me, and I'm going out and serving him through my words, through my actions. I, have, I am being an instrument of God as I go into the mission field of Scott County. Fayette County, wherever we are, go and worship. Friends, I want to make a call to commitment today. The first commitment is that for the next six weeks, let us make a commitment to stay connected in worship, in person or online. If you miss out on Sunday, see the service later on in the day. If not, this Sunday, uh, this service, but connect with a church where you are uh, online. There's so many ways where we are connecting, but I would encourage everyone to not miss out. And I know uh, people have to work and people have different things, but we can worship God at any day and any time. But I would encourage you for the next six weeks of this series, let us come back to the heart of worship. And lastly, may this be our prayer every day. Lord, we want to become a true worshiper starting today, right now. Lord, we want to become a true worshiper starting today and right now. The Bible says this, friends, in John 4, 23 to 24. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the fathers seek God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. I want God to make me a worshiper. I want God to make you a worshiper. That whenever we gather, we are open and say, God, I may not have anything to offer you, but here I am. Would you touch me? Would you fill me? Would you use me this week, even today? And I want to hear from you, friends, if God uses you. Pastor, God used me to, to bless this person. 
I was not expecting, but I, I realized that I am a worshiper 24-7. God, you are using me because I have been with you. May God use us this week to reach hands and to touch people and to invite them into a relationship with Jesus. Amen? Let us pray. Friends, um, I, will, I always want to give an altar call for, for some of us that maybe have been away from God in a while. We have, maybe we need to return to God. We need to make a commitment to follow Christ as a family, as, as an individual. Or we just need prayer today. The altar is open. I would love to pray with you. To recommit, say, God, today is a good day for me to give my heart, my mind, my soul to you. And we will sing this song, Lord, I need you. But let me pray, and then the altar is open. Or you can pray where you are. Just say, Lord, would you just touch me? I want a commitment with you just this morning. I want to surrender my life to you. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you that you have spoken to us. Thank you, God, that you will come at Georgetown first this morning. And you will come and worship with us. It is just amazing, God. We want to be in your presence 24-7, Lord. Because out in the world we get tired, we get run dry. And we try to fill our lives by staying busy. But what we need is you. Your presence. Your love. Your Holy Spirit filling us, touching us, changing us. Thank you, God being with us. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.